I am actually disgustingly tired because I was at Oshiega all weekend and I had to get up. Well, so last night I got in at like 1230 at night back to Kitchener and I hoped to get in earlier so I could then drive or, or bus to Toronto because I had to work this morning. But um, that did not happen. So I had to bus here at like six in the morning and then go to work all day. And, and I took the metro the wrong way. It's been a hell of a day, Sam. Oh, you took it the I, wrong I, way. That's a classic. I tried to take a new Brennan metro this morning because yeah. I could have taken the one that I always use, you know. But I'm like, no, I want to try this new one that Google's telling me about. Goes totally the wrong way. What was it like the Pearson Express? Or? No, I thought it was supposed to be the two, but it turned out to be a streetcar. Oh. <laughs> you I know, know the streetcar has a little T over top of it, yeah? I know, but I just assumed that I was supposed to hop on. Everybody else did. Um, I was just following. I'm not a leader. Anyway, at Oshiega, it's kind of important to this podcast, actually. It was so much fun. Let me tell you, it was great. It was a great mm-hmm. time. I, I enjoyed the music so much. Um, but this girl, so Sarah had to find her friend. My, my friend Sarah had to find her friend. So she went off for a little bit, and I was sitting on the grass. And then she comes back over with this girl, and she's like, hey, everybody, this is not my friend. And we were like, huh? Because all of she us were – She uh, explicitly said this is not yeah, my friend. Yeah, yeah, All of us were uh, already just wasted. Yeah. And uh, this girl comes over, and, and, and yeah, Sarah's like, this is not my friend. And, and this I'd girl's like, like hey, everybody, I'm from outer space. And we're like, what? And she's wow. like, nice to meet you, shaking hands. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And we're like, what the heck? With that intonation. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, so what the heck is happening? She was stupid. She was stupid gone. She was like oh, so high and probably just stupid. But anyway, so so we were like, oh, hey. And we were like, we don't want any part of this, actually. We are vibing by ourselves you here. We do not need for this. Outer Space Girl? No, Outer Space Girl. And she was like, where are you guys from? And they were like, oh, like Sarah's like, I'm from Sarnia. Earth. Like, I'm from I'm from Waterloo. And she's like, oh, I'm from Toronto by Jupiter. And we're like, crazy. Wow. And she was like, I, go to, I went to school at York, actually. Um... Oh, oh, because she was like, yeah, I'm from Toronto, man. I'm like, dodge, like dodging bullets and stuff. And I was like, and I <laughs> thought that was funny because here on the podcast, we like to talk about how violent Toronto is exactly. and how every, how every person is dying in this city. You can get shot in the annex. You can get shot at the Danforth, Anywhere. wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Pick pick your poison. Pick pick, your, <laughs> pick where you want to get your place shot down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we like to talk about that on this podcast. It's a hot um, topic. As, and so she was like, "Yeah," like, and I was like, oh, "That's funny, you know, Toronto." I was like, "That's pretty, like we're we're all dying in Toronto." Like I I'm living in Toronto for the summer. <laughs> Connection. And she's like, "Oh, yeah. that's crazy." I went to U- York University, and on my birthday, uh, somebody shot up the cafeteria. Oh. And I Happy was like, "Birthday!" I was like, "What?" Yeah, wow. And I was I was like gone. I was like, what? what a thing to come out of the gate on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, my birthday. I almost I'm got from shot. Toronto past Jupiter on my birthday. Everybody got shot in the cafeteria. And I was like, oh my god. She's like, Yeah, man. I was just I was just jumping around doing backflips, baby. And I was like, What? what? Uh, and she was like, Yeah. During man. the shooting. She was like, Yeah, I was meant? just doing backflips. I was so it was crazy. Well, she was dodging the bullets, obviously. I guess she was nature. Well, the she situation. was like, yeah. I was just like, I was. She she just seemed like she was so excited by it, and I was like, are you honestly, the shooter? Pretty excited. I was like, did you shoot these people? And she was like, yeah, you found me out. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. I kind of really like that. And then she, then everybody kind of looked at her because we were all so gone, and I was like, I kind of forced her into. We well, didn't know how to react. Nobody bit. knew how to react. And to everybody it. was like. Uh, like we don't want you here, and now you're talking about shooting oh, people. Right. And and um and then she was she like, was coming no, 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 I'm so kidding, hot. I'm kidding. I was like, guys, she's kidding. She didn't shoot up a school. She was she was just she was just joking. She didn't shoot up. She's a, school. a yoker. 
Everybody's Calm like, down. get out of here. <laughs> then finally she wandered away, but it was an awful experience. I did not like her. Fuck, I'm so sorry you had to experience outer space, girl. Yeah. That's a, a real shame. It's quite a struggle. But other than that, Oshiega was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Um, yeah. Do you want to... Sp- How was your week? That's good. My week was good. I went and had uh, a dinner with my grandma on Sunday. <laughs> That's beautiful, dude. It was wonderful. She made chickpeas and spinach. Oh, and she some, made a home-cooked meal. Chops. Yeah, she That's gave me good. lots of leftovers. Also, yeah. here's something I was thinking about this week. Okay. Um, this thought just like burst into my mind while I was walking home from work one day. I was just like, exploded like, like mm. a brain, like Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Brain and blast. what I was pondering was, how did Willy Wonka uh-huh. convince the Oompa Loompas to come to the factory? Well, he took them, right? It was they were slaves. Well, they're yeah, they are slaves. And I, and I did some research. Okay. So oh yeah. Because I was finding. I was very curious. Yeah. So originally, in the first draft of the book, of the book, they were. African American pygmies, <laughs> yeah. and then, they, then the book publisher was like, "You probably should change that. We don't really like that too much." So then he made them little orange people. Wasn't Royal Doll a spy in the British? Yeah, Army? he actually was. Yeah, which is very interesting. A Anyways, racist British spy. <laughs> very racist. Wow. He, he thought, yeah. Anyways, the best so of us can also be the worst. Full of on us. slaves, and then what he did was like, "Oh, let's make them orange. Let's let's also they used Fine, to they wore, can't be brown the I'll women wore orange. leaves the women wore leaves but in the movie there was no woman in palumpas no yeah huh anyways they wore leaves and he took them away from predators ah, <laughs> he took there them. were no women he convinced them to come because he took them away from predators so i think they were called schnogwazlers or something like that old dolls taken away a, a good part away from a woman no, he was Oompa saving actor. them he was saving them also, he doesn't pay them in money. He pays them in cocoa beans, which is, like, very <laughs> exploitive because <laughs> that keeps them does, locked in. Yeah, yeah. They have no currency to leave this land. And also, the reason why he uses Oompa Loompas and not regular individuals is because he, he wants to avoid corporate espionage. Wow. that's a mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had workers. That's where Grandpa, Grandpa worked, right? He did work there uh, and quickly. Then, and then he shut down the factory, but they still produce all this stuff. Oh, and the, and mm-hmm. the, and the Oompa Loompas are making it. And the Oompa Loompas are making it. That's crazy. Well, yeah. Sam, do you want to get into theme music and get started? Damn right. Here we go. Ba-ba. Hello, it's me. I've thought about us for a long, long time. Maybe I think too much, but something's wrong. There's something here that doesn't last too long. Maybe I shouldn't think of you as mine. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the to, to the podcast. It to is, the it podcast. Is to the podcast. It is called... Jamadi, Jamadi, Jamadi. Your one-stop, fully academic, yeah. encyclopedic source for <laughs> all things. Say it, Dan. Skirt, skirt. Paul Jamadi. Whoa! Everybody get up! Hey, hey, hey! Everybody hey. get up! Hey, put your hey. hands in the air. It's a motherfucking. These are things I learned at Oshiega. These are things you can say. You can say skirt, 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 skirt. Oh, you're Cardi B in. Yar. Yar, oh no, I don't like that one. Yar, what does yar mean? It means yes, but you say yar. Yar, dude. That's like when people started coming out with saw, dude. (laughs) Saw, dude. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Yar. Yar is on that same level for me. Yar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, what else you got to say? 
No, that's it. We're the academic host. Welcome back, guys. Welcome this back. Is Thank you so much. Four, and we are delving into the 1997 series. Yes. Paul released is a Paul released Paul on his Paul own. Well, made some no movies. one else. Um, no. Nope. The man is an island of which no one can climb aboard. He is an island of pygmy men, black little pygmy <laughs> men, <laughs> producing films like nobody ever has in 1997. But in 1997, it was a big year for Paul Giamatti. He released a lot of films, maybe more films than any other year, actually. Six to be exact. Wow six films and um basically we're gonna do a series so we're gonna be going through a new movie from 1997 chronologically for the next couple episodes because this is his breakout year so um not to spoil spoil anything coming up but he, he was in he was in six different movies uh he was in uh, deconstructing harry which is what we're talking about today. today uh next week we'll be talking about arresting gina we have the break donnie brasco and then his big uh his big uh star not starring role one. but his big the breakout the, the breakout, breakout role is a great way is is in uh is in private parts yes he plays kenny he plays kenny and then after that we got my best friend's wedding so guess what guys there's good stuff freaking coming up so get hold on to your pants and get excited i'd say strap in we're going on an uphill climb folks um but yeah we're we're really happy to be back and talking about paul um well, speak for yourself well i'm very happy to be back and talking about paul i'm pretty sad about it why? I don't know. Paul makes me upset. Really? Every time I watch him, I just I, I, I just wish I knew him. I mm. wish I met him. Well, it's hard in these early days of the podcast because we don't truly really know the man yet, you know? Like, know. Um, we're trying the to man, figure the him myth, out. The man, the myth, the legend. And it's hard not to feel sad about our quest. It, 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 it feels almost impenetrable. Impenetrable to get to the, to get to impenetrable. the pygmy. It feels impenetrable to get to the pygmy island of Paul Giamatti. You're right. I really like the pop, idea pop, of pop. now I'm imagining like an, an island of yeah. little Oompa Loompa like <laughs> Paul Giamatti. So just, what are we gonna What are we gonna oh, fill today? Wow, look at this! Woody wow, Allen, I'd really wow. like to be in your second film a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so Paul Giamatti, Dan, we got we got a new segment on the show. We got a friggin' segment. Ooh, we got a hot segment. Same, it sounds like in. we retooled the podcast and now we have friggin' segments. Damn right, we retooled that podcast. What's the first segment? We took a fucking monkey wrench and twisted this baby Ooh, up. Ooh, I popped on a screwdriver and twist, 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 twist. Twist, twist, a Phillips head. Damn oh, right, it's a Phillips head. Mm, yes, the superior head of yum, the yum, screw yum. of the screwdriver. Mm-hmm. All right, this is called Paul Watch. Paul Watch. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, watch out. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, watch out, little bitch. Hey, watch out, little bitch. You get it, man. You get it, man. You get it, rich. You get it, man. Paul Watch. My Paul Watch complimented your Paul Watch. I like it. Okay, thank you. Paul Watch, Paul Watch. No, 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 I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. All right, so Paul Watch, Dan, do you want to kick off the first inaugural Paul Watch? I would love to. So Paul Watch is kind of where, um, well, this past week I had a novel idea. I said, hey, hey, we're in the age of technology. You know, we're around uh, computers and smartphones and iPads and tablets and um, Absolutely. You know, uh, technology smarter than our, world, our little brains. Oh, it definitely is. The technology enables us. It's almost like it's almost like a tool, you know, like that 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 we can that is an extension of ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. We can we can t- take technology and become more than who we truly are. Wow. You know, we have we have the world at our fingertips. And so I said, "Hey, why don't I just fucking start a Google alert for anything Paul Giamatti related?" Damn right. And I did, and I got so many emails about the same thing. You getting them daily emails? Or them I'm getting them emails? almost daily because different places pick up the same story. And I, I know. I get That's why I'm doing the weekly emails. I but I can't miss a thing. You're right. Because I'm because we're dedicated. We're the you know end all academic source of Paul, Paul Giamatti. We can't miss a thing. Of course not. Um. So there was a lot of news alerts uh, this this past week, and it was mostly because Paul 
went on Stephen Colbert, and he talked about a number of important things that kind of spread it into the news. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so I want to talk about his appearance on, on Stephen Colbert, the late show with Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. because he brought up some interesting things. I, I thought think. it was called the Donald Trump show with Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Political. Mm-hmm. He does talk about that Donald Trump. Dongle. Hey, can Dongle I? Dongle Trump. I don't want to get political, but uh, what a dong, right? <laughs> hey, our Reddit, what a big old ding. Reddit.com slash the dongled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get into it, baby. No, I I have a couple more political jokes actually. If you don't, I mind. don't want them. I mind. I have, a, I have a couple more. I mind. Ooh, Donald Trump, more like Donald Plump. That boy put on a couple pounds. You see those pictures of him getting out of the airplane that are photoshopped? <laughs> <laughs> he's a fat one. Hey, he's big. Big. His hair is ugly and his hands so are small. So Paul was a, is has an upcoming movie. Oh. Called Jungle Cruise that stars Dwayne the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. Yes, and correct. Emily Blunt. Correct. Um, yeah, so th- that's very exciting. Do you want to hear how Dwayne sounds when he kisses somebody? Oh, absolutely. Mwah. Nope. Mwah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really like kind of delicate. Mwah. Nope. Mwah. I say that's a fake kiss, though. Well, it is. It well, is. Because also, it is. somebody said no to it. So this they is this comes it. from a promo. So so Giamatti, Paul Giamatti, is starring. Maybe not starring. He is featured. He's in. He's in uh, Disney's Jungle Cruise, which is coming out next year, I believe. And they just uh, they're they're filming and they released like a production promo uh, with yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt, and um, they're just like having fun on set, you know, a little bit. Um, and they add some good things. So so Dwayne tries to kiss her and she says no, which I think is kind of a microcosm for all of Hollywood. Nope. I thought you when you said micro, I thought you were going to say microaggression. Uh, it probably is that too, honestly. Um, so I think this clip is pertinent in this day and age. It's very pertinent. Like if only, if only like, like we shouldn't be afraid to say no to people who are aggressive towards us. Nope. She's not scared. She's not scared at no, all. She's standing up. Yeah. She's standing up. She's she, standing yeah, yeah. She's strong as you should. Um, and then I also really like this. So in the, in the video, I know this has nothing to do with Paul Giamatti, but I got really into this video because it's like a minute and a half long and they do this thing that I hate. I literally hate when celebrities do this. You see this all the time at the Oscars when celebrities go out and they do this bit and they're good actors. You see like Meryl Streep fucking doing this bit yeah. and they come out and they pretend like they don't like each other. Oh yeah. You yeah, know yeah. where they're like, where, where the bit is that. that and it's just rolling eyes for and, like, a yeah, good and they're three like, minutes. Oh, you, you famous person, like oh, you famous person. Like, yeah. And, and you're like, first of all, it's not funny. Second of all, you guys are good actors. Why is it every time you do it these bits in Hollywood, big, like at the fake Oscars, laughs, though. they're so bad? It gets no, because it's big it, fake laughs. They're so bad at acting in these bits. I know, and and it just blows my mind that some of the best actors working can't make this bit believable. It hurts. Anyway, this is Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson pretending like they don't like each other for us dumb patrons in the world. No, no, no. I just this was just supposed to be. My you thing. were telling me, hey, let's be like Humphrey Bogart and no. uh, and Kathleen Hepburn. Kathleen, or is it Catherine? It's Hepburn? well. Yes. Like, do your research. Do your research. Yeah, it's 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 it. yeah. It's I hate it so much. Inconsolable. It's really. It is bad. one of my pet peeves. Is when I see it, and every year it's at the Oscars or like the Golden Globes. You know, they they come out and they're like, oh, like we we we're, I don't know why I'm doing her accent, but like we're forced hey. to be together out here. You know, mm-hmm. shut up. You like each other or pick something funnier. Anyway, um, 
That's so, that's such we're a just kidding. We're kidding. We're just kidding. We're kidding. We're just kidding. We're just we're just kidding. We're kidding. Come we're on, actually guys. friends. Yeah, I know we fooled you, but come on. So I'm kind of mad that Paul Giamatti's not in the Jungle Cruise promo video they released. But it's Do you okay. know what his role is in Jungle Cruise? Um, he's playing an Italian. That's all we know. Oh, From right. the late show with Stephen Colbert when he's on, he said he was playing an Italian character. Yeah. Um, that is all we know. And God damn it, learning if anything else comes out, we're going to break it here on the podcast. Um, but basically, he went on to Stephen Colbert, and he had a couple things to say. First of all, he came out and and, and s- it just sounded like the most Paul Giamatti thing you ever can say. Welcome I'm very excited in the balcony. Yeah, and I think it's like it, it's easy shots to make fun of just people being genuinely nice but he is such a he is such a true beautiful I can't soul. do it I can't do it Dan I cannot make fun of we don't make fun of him no 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 we never made this podcast to make fun of no Paul never to Giamatti. make no 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 never to make fun of Paul Giamatti sometimes we do some light ribbing um, ripped weird. for his pleasure. A little tease and a, and a tickle. Yes, but 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 I, I just it's just so little genuinely beautiful. Like I feel like he wears his heart on his sleeve, and you just hear it. Like he comes out and he's just excited to talk to the audience. Um, Here's the thing: if somebody genuinely made fun of him to his face, I feel like he would just he'd just be like, oh okay, yeah yeah. Like he wouldn't take it well, Aww. and that's nobody would. Oh come on, guys. <laughs> you know, Aww. come on, guys. I think our Paul accents are getting better. No, I know. I I'm not saying I've been working on it, but. I um, Stephen Colbert talked to him about big dick energy, and and Paul doesn't get many BDE. TV. Paul doesn't get many TV appearances, so we're really savoring this one while it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're really delving in because we're Paul, holding this you know, wine in our mouths for a while <laughs> on this one. Because Paul doesn't get out very often and into these no, things. No, of course so. not. He doesn't need to. He's Paul Giamatti. Yeah, yeah. He can he's, do whatever he's, he fucking he's an wants. icon. He doesn't need these. Did stupid you know that it's a thing? Well, okay, maybe I'll bring this to the audience. Did you know it's a thing for people to um, take photos of him on public transit? What? Yeah, so Paul enjoys taking the subway. He said this on his last Colbert. Oh, no (laughs) way. Yeah, so Paul takes the subway because he is a person. Yeah. And he is, you know, an everyman, as you will. As you will. And he often catches people just taking photos of him on the subway. And it's a thing. It's a full-on thing. Wow. Yeah. So what he likes to do. that down a little bit But he, we'll get into it. Another episode, yeah. No, no, no. It'll be an Instagram gallery for sure. Oh, okay. Cool. Because I've been collecting. You've been collecting. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. So stay tuned for our Instagram, at Jamati Podcast. uh, uh, At Jamati Podcast, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? No, that's it. People just love to, and he likes to ignore them. Or sometimes, but on the rare occasion, (laughs) Paul will look directly into the camera. (laughs) He'll get him good. (laughs) He'll get him good, that little Jamat. Fucking guy. The person with their dumb little cell phone just got told by Paul Giamatti. (laughs) Fuck right off. And he can emote, too. He's an actor, so he can emote with his eyes. He's got expressive eyes. eyes, Here's Paul Giamatti on Big Dick Energy. Uh, uh, On the list with you. Okay, Paul Giamatti. Okay, Justin Thoreau. Oh, yeah. I know Justin. Justin Bieber. Idris Elba? Yep. Totally. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm on this list with Idris Elba? You're on this list. You're on the Idris Elba. Wow. Blanchett? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You bet. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, so so Steven's naming off these people with big dick energy. And Paul Giamatti's on the list. And honestly, I I concur, right? Yeah, because big dick energy, as they describe it, is you're comfortable with yourself. Yeah. And you don't need anything from anybody else. Do you have big dick energy? Sam? Absolutely not. I need a lot from other people. Yeah, me too. I, I need a I, lot I of validation. I mean, I like to. Think I don't think we have small dick energy. No, no, no. no. I think medium we just, dick we just energy. Have the medium dick energy, where we're like yeah. in a basement recording. Here's the a thing. Podcast. Here's the thing. Here's you the don't, thing. Here, 
the people who have big dick energy aren't sitting together recording a podcast about Paul Giamatti. I'll tell no. you that. They are not. <laughs> I'll tell you that. They are, they are not four episodes deep into a podcast. Their big you're, dick energy is so four right. to four. Is, oh, phone down. Phone down, kids. Um, but I, I swear, like, like, I don't think we have big Here's dick the thing. Energy. I was thinking about it when, when I read this in the Google Docs. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I definitely don't. And I'm not that upset about it. That's a lie. But here's the thing. With certain groups of people, yeah. when I know – here's the thing. Okay. And this is, this, is, mm. this is not humble whatsoever. Say it. But I'm saying this it. This is a safe space. This is this honest. This is genuine. When I know that the people I'm in the room with yeah. are, are quiet, meek individuals, yeah. my dick is so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dick energy is, is through you're, the you're roof. You rock hard, yeah. Oh, I'm throbbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I know, when I know that people are trying to be cool – People are trying to be collected and like not mm. really call too much attention to themselves. That's when my dick energy is very small. I mean, that's the thing about dick energy, and I think it gets overlooked on Twitter. Is that is that dick energy changes in the situation? I don't think it's a constant thing. There you no, go. No, 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 there is there is a. I mean, obviously, dick energy runs on a range. Like, like it's not a total flexible skill. Like you're you're in your variable mean yeah. of dick energy, but. It does. It does. It does vary depending on situations yeah. and time. Here's and the thing, though. I was thinking about this as well. Is that you could have flaccid big dick energy, oh, which is comfortable. Dude, you just brought you just brought a gun to a a fist fight. Damn right, a, a knife fight is what you meant to say. No, because you went from zero to ninety nine. But here's the thing: you can have flaccid big dick energy, yeah. which is casual comfortability and knowing that you don't need anything from anybody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you can have dare I say, throbbing big dick oh energy. Oh, my God. Which is you when you're there. asking for it, which is when you are just like you're out there, you're putting it out there, and you don't give a fuck about anybody else's opinion. Yeah. But you are – you're on point, you know? Yeah. Do you understand? Do you understand? Yeah. I feel like – I feel I, like I, I have feel to like describe – my big dick energy would be flaccid big dick energy. Absolutely rather. not. You are th- you have throbbing big dick energy. You when think you, I have when you have big here's dick the thing. energy? When you have big dick dick um, energy, it's not like it, it's just an observation. Dan. Listen, I would never have thought I had throbbing big dick. But energy. I'm not saying that that it's not necessarily a, a better big dick energy. I would like to. I want flaccid big dick energy when I have it. But I always have throbbing big dick energy. I'm putting myself out there. What situations are what 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 makes me have throbbing big dick energy? You're high energy, high vibration. Okay, I guess I am an excitable little. That's boy. what I'm saying. Excitable, putting yourself out there, being uh, okay, the, yeah, the, yeah, being yeah. the being the center of attention in the oh, situation. I get, I get what you're but saying. But flaccid yeah, yeah. big dick energy is like I'm just very comfortable. I don't need the tension. Mm. I'm just comfortable. Well, that's a great distinction because I'm never comfortable. And I'm never okay with myself. Amen, brother. Um, would you Give also me a like fist pound on that oh, one, baby? Oh, you got it, baby. Ooh. Boom. <laughs> um, would you also like to hear what he has to say about um, his, his vacation time? Yeah, this is a good one. Okay, I, here uh, we go, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, get ready for this one. This, this is, is actually a quite an insight into Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I'm very excited in the balcony. Yeah, yeah, balcony. I'm very excited in the balcony. the balcony. We got to do another, do, do another one. I'm very excited in the balcony. We'll just watch over. Uh, Sam, I've had a clip mistake. Okay, let's just describe it then. No, 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 I have it. I have it. <laughs> I swear to God. Ready? Yep. Just I go and sit down on trials at the Old Bailey. You do not. On criminal trials. I sit in on murder trials. 
I do. I'm you not kidding. I love Ladies, that's when you ask for the check on the dates. <laughs> I think I just heard you could do it. So I was like, oh, well, I got to go check this Did out. Did someone else go, let's go? Or are you just no, you I went by alone. yourself? <laughs> I went alone. <laughs> <laughs> Table wall for one, please. Near the murderer. <laughs> uh, with a, with I can't a view I'm this. of the tragedy. Yes, it's wow. really interesting. Would you go to it to a murder trial in, Honestly, with I'm men wearing he, powdered wigs? I'm sad. I was in London literally like two months ago three months ago four months ago <laughs> i was in london like four months ago and i'm i'm sad that this clip didn't like he wasn't i didn't know about this at that time it'd be so interesting because i was in london and i totally would have gone it's theater man they yeah. have specific lines they have, they have to say shit. they have to say certain things they have the robes yeah the robes and the wigs i would totally go and honestly i think I mean, when this podcast blows up, and you know, we do live shows in like you know the Ukraine and Syria and Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. We should also go to London, where our after- largest fan base is. Yeah, and you know, after we go to those countries, we, we should go straight to London. <laughs> after we hit up Uzbekistan, yeah, Uzbekistan, uh, Libya. Czech, do you know what the BDE yeah. oh, is? I, Syria. I know that. You didn't even touch your computer. What happened there? We've. That was a clip malfunction. That was Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti came in. Paul Giamatti is speaking through my computer. <laughs> hey, boys, go see the murder trials. But I uh, no, no, no. I think we should when we when we blow up and we have live shows and stuff. You know, we'll do like Seattle. We'll do like Utah City. You know, we'll do yeah. uh, Louisiana. Uh, probably like a New Orleans type, um, um, like kind of show, like ragtimey show. Um, with the beads and stuff. A little swing and, and girls. A little jazz <laughs> show. And girls, you know, taking Paul with jazz. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we'll also do one in London, and we'll and we'll review the murder trials. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're so right. You know what? Any money that we make off this podcast, we should just spend on going to London to see a murder trial <laughs> and podcast about and it. Podcast about it. About well, we should take Paul. Oh yeah, we should see if Paul wants to come. Obviously, yeah. once he is interviewed on our podcast, like he will be eventually. Well, once we become best friends, yeah, yeah, yeah then we'll probably just go together. Because in the clip, he says he didn't go with anybody. Go with us. Black and Ray, we'll go with Dude. you. Go with us. Hey, maybe, Paul. Maybe it's his own little thing. Like, you know, I'll pe- like, well, I know this. Like, I like to go to movies alone. Okay, loser. <laughs> yeah, right. No, correct. No, no, no. It is correct. truly beautiful. I go to movies but alone. But it's a so wonderful. <laughs> okay, well, that's because you have emotional problems. But I like to go because it's like your own alone experience and it's nice. Maybe that's his own alone experience. You know, like, I want to just enjoy this and not have social pressure in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I you get know? that. Um, the other big thing that he's in the news for right now is that Paul Giamatti is executive producing a new show on AMC that got picked up to series. Lodge 49. And that's called Lodge 49. Um, and while he doesn't star in it, uh, he does provide a good description of it right here. And I didn't know he was a business boy. I didn't realize that either, yeah. but he runs a production company, and we'll talk about that in just a bit. But um, uh, here is him on Stephen Colbert talking about Lodge 49, which is also interesting. And it premieres, I think, Give at me, some maybe. point. It's a very interesting show about a young man who's sort of disenfranchised guy. He's a surfer in Long Beach, and he's sort of down and out and looking to get his life back going again. And he joins a fraternal order, a sort of combination of like a Lions Club and the Freemasons. Okay. And his life, oh, and so it's the Lodge. It's the Masonic Lodge. The lo- it's say. a Masonic Lodge. And it's just kind of similarly down and out people. And his life begins to transform in ways he could never have imagined. So, like, cool. Um, so we'll, we'll be following that with great interest, um, and we'll let you know if anything happens with that show. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming not, it's going to premiere in the fall. Maybe he's talking about it now. Yeah, and, and, and we're not watching it right now for the show, but who knows? No. In the future, we'll probably end up watching it. Because right now, we've got to watch his filmography where he's we gotta, on screen. We've got we to gotta watch. Paul is, even, Paul is not on screen enough right now for us. 
We can't start watching no. something where he's not in it at all. Yeah, we no. <laughs> not Does that make sense? I don't know. No, I'm it fucking, makes sense. I'm on like three hours of sleep. I partied from, <laughs> I partied all day su- uh, Sunday until seven in the morning. That drove like ten hours. It's okay, baby. And then I got up early. The podcast has to happen I'm whether you're <laughs> tired or not. Doesn't <laughs> I matter. think it's a good mood though because I'm kind of floating right now. I really don't know what's happening because I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't know what's um, happening. In the last bit of Paul Watch news. Basically, he's uh he's there was a teaser trailer for a new movie that's coming out called I Think We're Alone Now, which uh, stars Pierre Dinklage and Al Fanning, and also has Paul Giamatti in it somewhere. <laughs> uh, he's also not in the trailer for it, um, but uh, it's that's released okay. on September fourteenth, and we'll be also following that with great anticipation because maybe he'll be going on press tour for that a little bit, maybe. Um, and also, here's an interesting corre- uh, connection. Uh, it was directed by a woman named Reed Morano. And uh, she's the cinematographer from Hands Made Tales. She's an award-winning director for that. And um, she also directed an episode of Billions, which and stars guess what? Paul Giamatti. Damn right. So I think, like, slowly, as we start recognizing these names, we'll start piecing together the web. You know, you know what? Yeah, we should start. We should. Like I should a have board. a wall dedicated in my room. Get the get the red string. The the our Giamatti number, our Giamatti degrees yeah. of separation. Incredible. <laughs> and soon it'll be zero for us when we talk to him. Anyway, guys, uh, but that's basically uh, Paul Watch. That's Paul Watch. Paul Watch this week. God bless. Thank you. So now we are going to get into our 1997 series, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So to give you some background understanding of the year 1997 when our film – Deconstructing Harry came out, and the other films of this of this Be, series. Because we are all about context here. Um, We're all about the full understanding, artistic academic, understanding. You know, you can't, as we've seen in these past couple of years, you can't separate the art from the times and, and the circumstances no. of creation. And um, it's it's very interesting to look at some of these pieces of dare I say it art um, that Paul Giamatti is casually featured in for seconds. And um, literal seconds, literally yeah. seconds and and kind of see how they uh, kind of face the, the, the challenge of, of, of their time, you know? Yeah, of course, because obviously it reflects in his performance, obviously. Well, Paul Giamatti, What's again, takes in the world and, 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 and poops it out of his face, you know, like he, he, he you're he so right, Dan. I'm so glad you said it that sat eloquently in that beautiful. He takes in the world and he excretes he excretes beautiful he ex- acting. He, you're so right. Just like a human body. Well, he's doing it with his body. That's a great form of acting. It uses your entire body. You're so right. Now to continue it on the history of It sounds like I'm just saying gold things and you're complimenting me. I th- yeah, that's isn't that might be my role. Uh-oh. Okay. So, the history of 1997. Yeah, lay it on me. What happened in 1997? Um, so what happened in 1997 is Princess Diana died in a horrible car crash. Yep, and 1.5 billion people watched it on television. The car crash. Whoa, no way. No, it was the televised funeral. like OJ? The funeral. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> They're just filming her car. And Whoa. Oh, oh shit. The UK starlet has been killed. <laughs> no, so yeah. Anyway, so that was oh, a big Charlie deal. Oh, Dickens. That's not good at all. Was it a conspiracy? We'll never know. Well, who, uh, I mean, we're going to be doing this podcast for a while, so maybe something will come out. You know what? Maybe we'll find out you know during what? Stay our tuned research on that as well. We'll give updates on the Princess Diana situation. <laughs> Guys, turns out... <laughs> we turn, our podcast shifts blatantly from this <laughs> to like an Alex Jones conspiracy thing all about the royal family. Um, Anyways, that, that's yeah. That's not so good. I, was, I, w- I went to the spot where a car crashed. 
You did? Did you yeah. pay your respects um, to Princess Die Die? No, but there's a bunch of graffiti on it, and I took a picture. And uh, there's a piece of there's graffiti. There's graffiti of where she died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it like it, her face with like, like It's like kind of like an exit. No, no, no. It's like an exit. So people just like wrote stuff on the wall and stuff. Um. And there's one that – there's a great one that's like just right there. At least when I was there, maybe it's been painted over. It's, it's just as the queen did it. I took a picture of it. I thought it was nice. Oh, that's funny. Queen did it. The queen did it. The queen killed her. She didn't like her. I like it when my jokes are blatant and right in your face. Like, you know, like when, when, when there's no real subtlety to these jokes, it's just the queen did the it. The queen did it. She killed Princess Diana. And you're like, oh, that was there it the is. idea, huh? All right. So also um, that year, the first Harry Potter book was published in the UK. Oh, amazing. A little bit better. You see? So Princess Diana died. And then they were like, you know what the culture needs? A little bit of magic. Well, the world, you know, that's how the world works. You know, it takes away a treasure and gives us something even better. Exactly. Trades treasure for treasure. Yeah. So, um. Diana wasn't in eight movies and, 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 you know. I do. Kn- yeah. You, you're so eloquent, Dan, today. That was so beautiful. Thank her, you for that. Her, her car crash. Her Princess car Diana seen- died and you know. <laughs> her car crash has seen about 1.5 billion people, but you know how much money the, the Harry Potter movies made? Way more. Probably like. Probably like 1.5 billion. <laughs> Just uh, all seven of them? <laughs> anyway, so also, to move on from the UK, um, the first the, the first mammal, Dolly the Sheep, was cloned during that time that's as actually, well. That's actually pretty impressive. That's a long time ago. Yeah, 1997, bro. Uh, then also we have O.J. Simpson, who we talked about in the last history of. Hold on. All seven Harry Potter movies together? Yeah. How much money? Have earned. Seven point seven billion dollars in ticket sales worldwide. Worldwide, the Lord of the Rings in comparison, though there's only three movies, earned two point nine one billion. There's six. Ugh. There's act. Wait, no, no, no. There's more than six. Oh, actually, there's seven. There's eight movies. Huh? Huh? <laughs> of Harry Potter. Oh right, yeah. There's seven books, eight movies. Yeah. Oh man, you that was confusing to Fuck. me. Fuck. Anyway, Dolly was. Cloned. Dolly the sheep was cloned. Sick. Successfully. Also, did you know they put down Dolly the sheep because she had lung problems? Well, probably because they freaking cloned her. They fucking cloned her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, that's why you don't go cloning things willy nilly. No, you can't just do it. On, well, they didn't do it willy nilly. <laughs> like, I wonder what's going to happen when we take this egg. Let's put this radiator beam on this here shape. That's that's how you think Dolly. <laughs> I'm going to put some radiation on this here cell, and we're going to make <laughs> us a little sheepy baby. Oh, my God. Put that sheep in the microwave over there. We're going to come up with another one. Also, they made it in France, so Do they definitely the don't have that accent. Do you think the machine looked like the one from The Prestige? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it does. Definitely. Lightning. It's, <laughs> you just dropped into a cliff. <laughs> Imagine if the ending of that movie, spoiler alert, was Hugh Jackman walking down, or was it Christian Bale who like sees all the dead bodies of Hugh Jackman, but yeah. they're just all tanks full of dead sheep? <laughs> he was and just then testing. one Hugh Jackman? It wasn't top hats in the, sh- in the field. <laughs> it was it just, just a bunch sheep. of dead sheep. How dark. <laughs> or yikes. dead Nikola Teslas. Just like. Anyways, yeah. um, great movie. We should do our next podcast about the Prestige. Just, we should go through the Prestige minute by minute. Minute by minute. Every episode is one, one minute, minute of, the of, content. of the Prestige for a half-hour episode. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, so, also, O.J. Simpson found not guilty in his first trial, but in the civil trial, yeah. found guilty for killing his wife. That's why he went to jail in, the, uh, in 1997. Oh, wow. Anyways. Oh, yep. Crazy. Yep, civil jury decided you are a bad boy. What else do we got? Let's get into Paul. I'm uh, excited Mother Teresa also died that year. It's very sad. But to bring us up back up, 
The Lion King debut, the musical debut on Broadway. God giveth and God taketh away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One treasure for another treasure. Wait, didn't The know? Lion King come out in 1996? The, the, yeah, the movie. But then Disney so was like... a year later, the musical came out? A year, well, it takes some time to fucking make no, a I musical. No, I feel like that's very quick. I feel like it's a really fast turnaround. Yeah, Disney knows how to make things happen. Okay. Well, also, the, it is still going on to this day. That's how successful it was. Well, on that note, let's talk about the movie. Okay. Movie talk. Movie time! All at the movies. Here we go. We got some trivia here for you folks. Some trivia about deconstructing Harry. Uh, all right, so it had a 61 on Metacritic. Are we just jumping to the facts before we talk about what the movie is? Okay, then, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to do here? Well, these people have not watched the movie. Uh, well, I'm giving them a fucking overview, Dan. Well, well, let me just play the trailer. Okay, sounds good. Everybody, sit back. Well, you should have reordered it on the on the doc page, Dan. Shut, shut your goddamn poor <laughs> mouth. <laughs> All right, play the trailer. And let me play this trailer. Let me clip. Let me do the thing God made me good at and let me clip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Let me clip my hardest and Fucking my clip then, for God's sakes. If you want to complain <laughs> about it. Clip. Because that is I'll what clip I you do. in the mouth if you don't play this fucking clip. clip. I will clip my freaking oh, hardest. You best clip, boy. Sam, I'm going to clip right now. You're not even ready. <laughs> you're I'm saying, gonna clip. God, God, are you honest? lucky I didn't get drunk one night? I could have killed yeah, you. because that's oh, why you're not ready. Stop, please. Oh. Oh, oh. What? I sat on the glasses. Play the trailer clip. Harry Block has written oh. a bestseller. You told our whole story about his best friends. This is mask music. I know, I know. You know, I know. You're sitting up with so much big dick energy right now from this music. I'm so happy right now. Pleased. Oh my god. It's all here. You take everyone's suffering and turn it into gold. Literary gold. Lucy, what's wrong with you? If you want to shoot me, shoot me. Now Harry Block is going to hell. Law 6. Right-wing extremists, serial killers, lawyers who appear on television. Well, uh, this trailer seems really confusing. I don't understand it whatsoever. This guy's the devil. I'm going to offer a lot of jobs in your world. What, what kind of jobs they offer you? For two years I ran a Hollywood studio. Also, it started with the mass music. Billy Crystal. You want me to turn on the air conditioner? Your air conditioner? Yeah. Sure. It messes up the ozone layer. Kirstie Alley. You were a mental case. <laughs> Judy Davis. Woody Allen. You're under arrest. Oh, 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 Demi Moore. I'm sick of your smug cynicism. Elizabeth Shue. Julia Louis Dreyfus. And Robin Williams. The actor's out of focus. You soft. I'm getting a little late. I gotta get to the doctor. Deconstructing Harry. I hate this. Floor seven. You hate this? This is torture. Sorry, that floor is all up. <laughs> this is actual torture. Level, it tells us nothing off. about the movie. Are you saying this is a waste of two and a half minutes? Absolutely. Um, that trailer sucked balls. Oh, fuck, I got so excited too. You know The Mask is my favorite movie. Yeah. If you had at home. Oh my god. Come for me. Cameron Diaz's debut role. 
Feature film. Dave, feature Cameron film. Diaz Dave is like way you. too sexualized in that movie. What do you mean too sexualized? She is. That's what her whole point is in that movie. Yeah, it kind of makes it's me be uncomfortable. an object. Yeah, I don't, for I don't our really viewing like that. pleasure. Um. Anyway, you don't have to like it. You just have to watch it. You don't have to like it in your mind. You just have to like it in your body. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, that trailer was really confusing because Woody Allen is like fourth, the fourth name of the trailer. Billy Crystal is first, and Billy Crystal and you appears see, right at the end. And he, like for 10 minutes, not even. That trailer really focuses on the hell aspect, which is one little meandering bit at the end. Like a very little, little bit. Well, because uh, apparently this is supposed to be like he he was very inspired by the seventh seal for this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what they're leaning into, but... I okay. have no idea. But Billy Crystal's supposed to be a part of it. Anyway, that trailer is not selling you right. Basically, it's about no. – do you want to explain what it is? I'll just give you the, the synopsis. So it, Hit it's, me. So suffering from writer's block and eagerly awaiting his writing award, Harry Block, Woody, Woody Allen, remembers yeah. events from his past and scenes from his best-selling books as characters, real and fictional, come to haunt him. They don't necessarily haunt him, more so just like appear. Well, yeah, the people don't really haunt him. Oh, the people from his books or the people from his life? Both. Because the people from the book up here, the people Woody from Allen his life, very doesn't give a the shit. The people from much. his life don't really haunt him as much as try and kill him or hurt him or fight him or yell at him or tell him he's an adulterer. You just, sleep with so many people. Well, stop slut shaming Woody Allen. Yeah, allow him to be who he wants to be—a married man this. that yeah. has sex with other women. Don't anyway, slut shame him. I'm not slut shaming him. I'm adult adulterer shaming him. Oh, yeah, which is biblical, that, so that's fine. No, no, no. Moses, no. Moses allows me. Moses allows me to shame adulterers. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, because adultery is illegal. It's Bible illegal. In the illegal. eyes of the Bibl- biblical. Yeah. It's Bible illegal. So this movie got a 61 on Metacritic. Yeah. A 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And Mr. Roger Ebert, he compiled what he read about um, all of the other reviews of this movie, and he said, well, Roger Ebert gave it a 3.5 out of 4 stars. But yeah. he said that other people were saying about it. That's what he's had to say. Okay. This His, is what Roger Ebert has to say about other people saying This is what Roger P- Ebert has to say about what other people are saying. Yes, exactly. Okay. So he says, his new movie is vulgar, smutty, profane, self-hating, self-justifying, self-involved, tasteless, bankrupt, and desperate. I really like this movie. I liked it a lot, too. I, this might be the favorite, my favorite movie we've watched. But here's the thing. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. It is like I watched. I tried to watch this at work, and it's just too sexy for work. Did you have headphones in though? I did have he headphones. Swears, he says the f word many a time. I had headphones in, but it was just too many sex scenes and too much kissing. In fact, in the first scene, the the lady that comes in that tries to there's a lady that comes in that tries to kill Woody Allen, yeah. who he had an affair with. You know, you see yeah, yeah, the, I, the, I, the I, folks I, I at home the movie. know. They she says the f word in eleven different ed- iterations. Really? Yeah. She says it a lot of times in That's 11 insane. different ways. That's yeah. fucking crazy. That is effing unbelievable. Sam, did you, did you count? No, that's from a bit of trivia. You want to hear another bit of trivia? Sure. The film cast includes two Oscar winners, Woody Allen and Robin Williams, and seven Oscar nominees. Wait for it. Hear them. Hear them okay, out. Okay. Judy Davis, Stanley Tucci, Whoa. Elizabeth Shue. I didn't see Stanley Tucci. Meryl Hemingway. Here's, I'll talk about that later. Okay. Bob Balaban. I love Bob Balaban. My God. Name goes right over my head. He's the guy that dies. Bob Balaban, oh, Bob Balaban okay, yeah. is what you imagine a Jewish person to be. Yeah. Right? Who else? Amy Irving. And wait for it. Mm-hmm. Our man, Mr. Paul Giamatti. Wait, what? He's an Oscar nominee. Paul At Giamatti. the time of this movie? No. I don't think so. Obviously not. No. we That but, couldn't have slipped by us. But he was – he is – 
and one of the seven. So Oscar these are nominees. so these are all famous. This is okay, just okay. trivia. Oh, this is just oh, trivia. So this is just it's yeah. trivia. But here's the thing. Obviously, this is a star-studded cast. The, the cast is stacked. The, from the first moment stacked. of this movie, there's just so many people. Because not only are there like the people who are these people in real life, because he's a writer and he's basing his stories off of people in real life. So, so the movie has like has cast front has cast people um, as the real people, and then also the characters. And so there's so many famous people yeah. who play the Demi roles of Moore, these characters. Yeah. Stanley Tucci's in it as one of the characters. Paul Robin Giamatti. Williams is in this Robin movie. Robin Williams is incredible. Um, but basically, when I first put this movie on, I was like, oh, shit, another Woody Allen movie. Yeah, I know. It's like right, Same. right I know. That's after exactly, Mighty Aphrodite. Like, no, I saw the font. Mm-hmm. I saw the font. You heard the jazz? <laughs> I heard the jazz, saw a yellow taxi cab, and I'm yeah. like, we're in a Woody Allen. Wow, we're back. And here's the thing, though, because yeah. he was in that first, that other yes, Woody he last was. year. And we, and now and we he said, obviously impressed Woody Allen. Well, because we were talking about in that episode, we said that, like, you know, they had a one on one scene, right? It was just Woody Allen and one Paul shot. together. Yeah. And so basically, like, he must have impressed him, or, like, like you know, he and, obviously and brought, impressed the boy. And brought him back for another little part, but, like, brought him back. Yeah. He's like, I want to bring you up, I want to take you along with me. And I think Paul Giamatti owes everything to Woody Allen. You know what? I've been saying it from the beginning. But you have been, and we didn't even know he was going to be in Woody Allen movies. Damn right. Also, here's it's another really little bit of trivia. Yeah. Completely unrelated from Paul Giamatti. But this is Jennifer Garner's film debut. And what was her role? A woman in an elevator. Oh, wow. The that's Jennifer Garner like, podcast will love that role. Oh, yeah. That's our next one. <laughs> yeah, somebody else, is, somebody else is doing a sister podcast that was all about Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Jennifer Garner. And this is where we connect. But also— She is the Paul Giamatti of women. <laughs> That's what everybody's been saying. Word on the street is. Guys, you know what your next podcast has to be? There was this girl at Oceaga named Cristalia. Cristalia? Actually? Name was, sorry, no. Sorry. Christi- her name was, Christina D'Elia? No, no, no. Her na- sorry. Her name wasn't Chris, Chris D'Elia. Her name was Cristalie. That's close enough. And it was so close. Did you say something about it? Her name is like Crista. No, actually, I think it's Cristalie. Christa- oh. Anyway. Wow, what I a name th- that rolls off the tongue. Honestly, incredible. But all I could think about was Crystalia the comedian. Because everybody would be like, Crystalia. And I, not to her, but I told everybody else, I was like, I can't think of her name without thinking of Crystalia. Yeah. Here's something I have. I have something to say about Crystalia or Crystalia. Yeah. It's Crystalia. He has such an expressive mouth. It's so large. It, I found out that I really don't like girls with small mouths recently. That's why. There's this girl I saw. I'm so intrigued. There's this girl Please I saw. And I was like, oh, you're really cute. And, um. And she then I noticed her mouth was so small, and she like stuck out her tongue. Like, just was she making it small though? Like, was she purposely no, 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 talking no, no, no. with a tight lip? Nope, her mouth just turned out to be very small. Like, her lips and stuff were just so small, and her mouth or her tongue. Like, I saw her tongue. She like yeah. stuck out her tongue for some reason, not to kiss me because of course, Lord knows, Lord knows that's not gonna happen with with this medium dick energy we got over here. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, for some reason she stuck in her tongue, and I saw her tongue, and it was very small. And I was like, "You, I don't like any of this. <laughs> I don't like any of this." Did she have big lips? No, she has a small, small mouth. Small lips too. Small it was, lips it was too, just eh? a small mouth. Yeah, you know what? I like a lady with some 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 plumpers. Well, let's talk about a beautiful lady. Let's talk about Julia Louise Dreyfus, who opens this movie having sex uh, with a creep. Thank God. Yeah, that guy's gross. Looking. I don't know who that guy is, but no, anyway, Julia Julia Louise Dreyfus opened the movie, and that got me really excited. Also, I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. Say it. Now you have to say it. All right, her boobs look really good in that shirt. 
and then he he grabbed him. I don't him. remember. You don't remember? Well, I was watching it at work, so I kind of had it hidden a little bit oh, because fair. I was nervous. People are gonna walk in and be like, "Why are you watching?" Well, literally, a lane people are fucking fucked. against a window. Yeah, yeah, a lane. Well, I'll, you know what, Sam? I'm gonna have to go back and watch that tonight. Um, yeah, you get not it in a tonight, way. eh? Yeah, uh, you watch that tonight. I'm huh? tired. I didn't mean to. I gotta go way. home and get a get a good look at them. Them. You know what I meant? I'm gonna jerk it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. Not no, Dan doesn't jerk off, guys. I, actually, you, I don't. Here's, a, <laughs> I would love that to be true. <laughs> I would love. <laughs> you just never have jerked off. You only allow it to build up over <laughs> two weeks, and then well, you just have a wet dream. No, no, no. I let it build up, and it shoots out my eyeballs. It like goops out of my face. Um, <laughs> like, a, like the Exorcism of Emily Rose, and you just just come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that horror movie, uh, Carrie, when she walks down the street in blood. That's me if I leave it for like a month. It just pours out of every orifice that I'm covered. And I walk <laughs> out of your, the out of your, what, what do they call the things that your pores, hair comes out of? My pores. Your scalp. They flow up my scalp pores. The cum flows in my scalp Your follicles. Um, anyway, what I'm trying to say is that I actually, I don't know how to do it. And I've never asked and I've never tried. Jerking off. <laughs> Dan, you just explore yourself like in the bathtub. I don't get it. Anyway, moving on. Um. Yeah, Julia Louise Dreyfus is in the movie. Robin Williams is in the movie. It's an incredible cast. The most incredible person in this movie, though, I think, and is given some of the best pieces to work with, is Tobey Maguire. I, I was get, I, fucking right. Tobey Maguire is in this movie who plays a version a of young, young Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. I know. Spider-Man in his most <laughs> breakout oh role. Oh, my God. It's incredible. I wonder what – okay, I, I wonder what he's been in. Can we just do the a quick is, IMDb I show? never meet – or see a woman that I don't wonder what it would be like in bed with her. He is a horn dog in this movie. Okay, yeah, so I thought movie, about that. I hate okay, this podcast, our podcast can really just it really just turns into a sexual romp. When you I and know, me get together, gross. we're kind of gross. We're kind of gross, and we usually try and tone it back. But like the thing is, this movie just is so it it, it is just dirty. It, here's the thing: this I, movie is all about how Woody Allen just can't keep it in his pants. And how much he just wants yeah. to see everybody naked and fuck He's them. hiding in plain sight, I think. that Because that, during um, this time, from what Roger Ebert yeah. told me, this is well, when I'm just talking about how horny Woody Allen right. is. Right, I know. And, and it all is coming out in during 1997 about like his like per, his personal That's life. That's what I thought. Because this movie, like, I, I really enjoyed this movie because I thought it was a real conversation. It was like really personal. And I thought it was like a kind of a real conversation with himself and, and how he perceives himself yeah. through his art and his relationships to other people and, and who he is as a as – a, as a writer and director and how that's affected the people around him. Yeah. Um, and I really dug it. Um, I thought yeah. it was really, it was, it felt like the most open thing that we've seen from him. Yeah. Which is the two movies that I've only seen of, of, of well, three technically, but, uh, but yeah. So to speak on that, mm-hmm. this is what I was thinking about. So okay. th- anyway, so yeah, this is his shining role as a young Woody Allen and, um, Toby McGuire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is really fun. And he did well. In his little short story. Also, here's the thing. This is what I was thinking about. Obviously, from the two movies we watched, it both the Woody Allen movies that we've watched yeah. feature hookers. Yeah, you're right. Within actually. within year within a year, a of, year each of each other. other. One actually, literally is all about a hooker. Yeah. And then another one is features Cookie, who is not as Cookie's as awesome. shining as Cookie's Mighty Ever. Awesome. She's awesome, but she's not as shining as Mighty Aphrodite. Yeah. Who Mira Stevens? What was her name? Mira something. Um. I don't Mira, anyway, not Mira, Mira Iverson though. or something like that. Sure. Anyways, her first name is Mira. Anyways, they feature hookers very prolifically. Prolifically. Prolific. Yeah. Prolific. Pro, what's that word? Spit the shit out. Prolifically. 
And here's the thing. Do you think that Woody Allen fucks a lot or not at all? I think he does fuck a lot. I think he fucks a lot, too. I think he fucks a lot. Um, and you know what? Good for him. <laughs> Fuck it. You know what? God you know what? Him. Woody Allen, good for you. Do you think it's true when he, says, when he Woody says when he says that he gets appreci- to go, go out there and just have sex with whoever he wants, and that's fine. That's totally cool. Good for you, Woody Allen. As long whatever. as it's consensual, of course. Well, there becomes the issue with 1998, doesn't it? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it was still consensual, so it's fine. That's a. You don't know a lot about Woody Allen's thing, right? I do know that it was it was his, okay. Here's the thing: so that it was it was a you're thinking about something a daughter, a different alligator, and then and then he and then he adopted her, and then he and then he made him her his wife, right? Or what yes, other allegations he's do we also, have? He was he was, <laughs> but he also was accused of molesting his daughter. Oh really? Or his not his daughter, his his step. Daughter, is a stepdaughter that he ended up adopting. No, yeah. no, 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 different daughter. Oh, a different, one? different daughter. I didn't know. So about this, this one. the girl, the so um, Su Yin, I believe, is the is the adopted. Though that could be totally wrong, and I could have just said something <laughs> so problematic. But that's the one that he married, the one that he adopted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that, and they had, they had a consent, they had a consensual relationship. They're married, I believe. They, they yeah. had a consensual relationship, uh, even though it's like weird. The two get conflated. So everybody's like, oh, that's so weird. He married his adopted daughter. But she was like, actually, I believe she was like kind of, uh, she was like of age by the time he adopted her. Like, it was like, yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know all the details, but that one's just one of those ones where everybody's like, that's really weird, dude. But then there's the other allegation by um, uh, somebody, Pharaoh, whatever, Mia Pharaoh's daughter. On the other, on the other, oh. other episode, I made a really good joke that it was actually Mia F- that and I, I I said the daughter's name was Mia Farrow, but it wasn't. It's something else. Okay. Dylan, I don't fucking know. Anyway, let's not talk about molestation. But yeah, like, I don't like it. But um, yeah, that's to be seen in Woody Allen's career. Anyway, <laughs> oh, uh, no. let's make it fun again. Um, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's make it fun again. Do you want to hear um what uh, Toby Maguire sounds like when he has sex? Uh, yeah, I already heard it. <laughs> He liked it a lot. Dude, Leave him alone. I love there's a shot where he, where his hand was up. I know. That's exactly what I was just going to say. And he was just yelling. He's like, ah! and he's, but he has like, he's not even making a fist. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't pretend to understand it. I've never had But any then he needed another 50 bucks to go for it again. I've never had an experience like Toby Maguire Also, we had. do have a clip that I decided to pull of okay. him talking about, hey, I met an Oriental hawker. We do indeed. I call this clip. Horny Toby. The truth is, I never meet or see a woman that I don't wonder what it would be like in bed with her. That's the wrong clip that you were talking about. Yep. But there's another guy that talks to Toby before that. Did and you clip it out? Guess what, Sam? I don't have that clip. All right. Welcome to Tired Dan. <laughs> I couldn't find that clip very quickly, and we had to start recording. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let me say, moving past Tobey Maguire, I really like the narrative device of this movie. I thought it was really cool about how he was like writing, and it really went back and forth. And I just found it very intriguing, a very interesting way to develop the movie. I just yeah. – honestly – I really liked this movie. Yeah, I would totally too. watch it again. And at first, I thought that the because um, what they do is they'll 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 do long take scenes to yeah. explain to the audience. If you haven't seen the film, which I suggest you should, it's really good. Most of these movies are shit. Watch this, this one's. One. Yeah, this one's actually good. It, 
the device that they use a lot of times in like the longer take scenes when yeah. they just like they cut out sections. Yeah. Which it feels it's like a, it's, it's they use very jarring cuts. Like a really like quick very quick smash cuts of just like in the middle of a scene. Yeah. Sometimes in the middle of sentences. Like it's not done really yeah. it's done very it feels very sloppy. But in a in like in a very controlled in way. In a mediated yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they understand what they're doing. Yeah. And yeah, it was really well done. It was really cool because it felt like this guy who wasn't really grasping his own life very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was chopping up his own reality, if that makes sense. Um, let's finish talking up, talking about the movie a little bit, and then we can kind of go into some clips and stuff and kind of okay. follow that. Sounds um, good to me. One of, yeah. I have one thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in one of those, so they break. They also come into his the writer's own short stories. Yes. As he's yes, like, yes, as yes. they come up in the story, and one of them features T- Stanley Tucci. Which did you notice that no, it was? No, I okay, didn't. Okay, so I didn't notice that it was Stanley Tucci either because a he has a more hair than he does in re- in the modern Hunger day Games. in the Hunger Games, and um, also his hair is brown, and also he's he's got way hotter with age, like really way he, hotter what, with what age. What scene was it? So it's the um, it's the story about uh, you know what I actually forget, but it's what, what you yeah. forget. I forget what the short story encompasses. This is so unhelpful. I know. But Stanley Tucci is, is in, in it. the movie. He is. Stanley Tucci definitely is in the movie. In it. Well, Fuck, Sam. It's so like, it's bothering me so much. I'm searching point. it up. I'm searching Thank it up. Thank you, Sam. I'm searching it up. In the meantime, but Stanley Tucci gets okay. way hotter with age. Way hotter. Well, we'll be following his career with great interest. Um, one of the things I really liked about the movie was the Star Wars bar mitzvah. Yeah, you enjoyed that. I thought that was awesome. And as somebody who's filmed bar mitzvahs before, and I've seen some, I've seen some fucking extravagant uh, Toronto-based bar mitzvahs. Um, I, I was at one a couple weeks ago where they rented out the whole Hockey Hall of Fame, and that was uh, amazing. That's insane. That's insane. That's, that, that's what we got that Jew money. You know. What um, I, mean? I don't endorse what you said. <laughs> Neither do I. I still want to be working at these bar mitzvahs. I don't endorse it whatsoever. Uh oh, uh, a retraction, please. I'm pulling that back. Pull it back. I thought it'd be a lot funnier, and it wasn't. Nobody laughed. I didn't. Well, who knows? Maybe the audience, maybe our anti-Semitic audience at home, really loved <laughs> it. I I just want to say that I I really appreciate the Jewish community, and I w- I retract that statement. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you didn't like Deconstructing Jewish Harry, com- this is what the movie's called. Deconstructing Harry. Um. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I love the Star Wars bar, ma- bar mitzvah. It's awesome. There are Darth Vader helmets everywhere. And I thought it was honestly just a really, really cool thing that I wish I had. I wish I had a bar mitzvah. Honestly, I wish oh, I had so a bar mitzvah. Oh, so Stanley Tucci in the movie is uh-huh. um, the therapist, like the fake therapist story that he has where the therapist meets a guy and she falls in love with him and says, oh, I would like to meet with you socially after hours. You know? Exactly. Not very. I guess not that I remember. Okay. Anyways, whatever. Stanley Tucci's in the movie. Um, the last thing I really wanted to talk about. Actually, there were two things. One was that uh, uh, he's in, he's the devil. Uh, uh, who's who's the guy who plays the devil? Um, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal plays the devil at the end of the movie, and I thought that was a really hilarious scene. It was um, Beyond that, um, also um, Woody Allen has a line in the movie where I, I throughout these movies, both of these movies, Woody Allen kind of like falls for these really attractive women. And I'm like, how does he do this? How does Woody Allen think that he can get these women? He looks like he's 80 years old. He has no hair, and he's he's incredibly awkward and small. Um, how does he feel like he can get these women? And he says a line in this movie that clears it all up. Um, would you like to hear it? I'm much too old for her. It's ridiculous. But because of my immaturity, I have a boyish quality that works. Longer, Dad. 
And so he says that he it's it's beautiful for him to admit that he's much too old for her, but he has a boyish quality because of his immaturity that works. Boyish quality. Do you think that is what has yeah, gotten Yeah, it's not even like childlike. Girls? It's more just immaturity. Yeah, he's just saying he's boyish. Anyway. Anyways. I thought that was interesting. It was pretty That was kind of a pull back the curtain moment. But let's talk about Paul in the movie. This whole movie's a pull back the curtain moment. You're so right. God damn. You're so right. Also, I, I Paul never gets a full line in this movie, which is so upsetting. Okay, so he I almost was so says confused. a full line. Paul comes on at an hour and twenty five minutes into the movie is when I noticed Paul Giamatti. And at that point there was there's like a, a medium shot of Paul Giamatti. I was like, It's Paul and then I was mm-hmm. like, Has Paul been in this movie before? No. No. No, he wasn't in it before. No. That so he's only right at the end when they're in the, when they get to the university that he's getting the award for. Yeah, but I didn't even yeah. notice him up until then. Once he's once Woody Allen's getting arrested, Paul gets a medium shot. I'm like, oh, Paul. Oh, you didn't see him before. I did not see him before. He's, he's there when he gets out of the car the first time. I lost my mind. I was like, where where has he been? I thought he was playing the best friend who was in the car the entire time because like that's they're Paul kinda, Balaban. Man, I'm so I it, it, this movie put me through a loop because all uh, the Pauls dress the same, dude. <laughs> the Pauls are twinning. He's Professor Abbott. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's basically it. I also wanted to mention Paul did lose weight last time. We made a bet as to whether Paul would lose or gain weight. He Do you lost think he weight. Lost weight. He I lo- think he stayed the same. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till the second movie in 1997 we'll have to, to find out. Wait we'll until the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Beyond that, um, yeah, that's about it. I really like this movie. I thought it was awesome. Do you want to hear some clips? Mm-hmm. Let's take it to the clips. <laughs> this first clip comes from a scene in the movie when, um, where when he's oh, the first clip comes from <laughs> the first clip comes from um, what's his name? Billy Crystal. Yep, Crystal. Uh, Billy Crystal. When he's talking about uh. You know. Right, I'm single, available, with the soul of a black man. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea what that meant. With the soul of a black man. What does that mean, slutty? No, I think I think he has a, like an ornate pendant with the soul of a black person in it. Oh, you think he's he's literally the devil incarnate? He's I think he slurped has the a soul, soul. Of, a, of an available single black man. I think man. he soul slurped like in Scooby Doo the first movie. You know when they're slurping souls he's in the green just a school? little scrappy do, huh? Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Of course and I do. They all switch bodies and shit. Of course I do. He's slurping, uh, he's slurping souls harder than uh, than um, what's the island called? Ooh, Monster Island. Monster Island. Yeah. Anyway, that's a but good also one. Velma. Is the hottest woman in in TV we're gonna history? Have to, we're gonna have to save our Scooby Doo talk for another episode because I could go endlessly about how but you're, much but, I love but, but these girls. I'm not, I'm not wrong though, right? No, Velma's so hot. Who, who who's playing her? Um, she, the girl from Freaks and Geeks, Geeks that wears uh, the, the Car- jacket. Car- Cardellini? Car- Car- Linda Cardellini. Yeah, so hot. God, she is ben my Kramer's number one. an aggressive, tight ass, busybody cunt, and it's none of her fucking business how I speak to my son. <laughs> vulgar, <laughs> vulgar movie. That's Woody Allen really mad. Uh, this is a line called Blowjob Funeral. Who else could have taught me into giving him a blowjob at my father's funeral? <laughs> I love that one. Uh, that and she's crazy. pointing a gun at him. Uh, yeah, she's trying to shoot that bitch. 
Shoot that fucking Woody Allen. Let you said eleven different iterations. Um, here's a prayer that this Jewish woman gives before giving a blowjob. Pray, pray, hot blowjob. Hot blowjob. <laughs> I would love for a woman I actually, to say I, that to I, me. You, you told me to clip that one. I clipped it. I couldn't understand what she was saying until right now. Good yeah. clipping. <laughs> Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Ray pre hablo job. A Ray pre hablo job. Ah! Oh! Ah! What? I sat on the glasses. <laughs> Good clipping, Dan. Thanks. Good clipping. I'm tired, but the clips are still strong, dude. <laughs> um, Yar, this is the car song. I this was probably the hardest I laughed in the movie is when she yells. There's they're like the, he kidnaps he kidnaps his son. And this woman's yelling. She's like, he's kidnapping my son. And then uh, it cuts to everybody in the car. And it's Woody Allen, his Jewish friend, a prostitute, and his son. And they're all singing a song. <laughs> when the red, red robber comes bob, bob, bobbing along. You don't know the words. They talk so much about hookers in this movie, though. Dude, Woody Allen has hookers. Did you clip out the at 17 minutes? Did you clip out? Yeah, I still love whores. No, I couldn't find it. What is that? The same clip as the other one? No, 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 it's not. Whoops! I couldn't find two. Years the uh, the one the other clip was Oriental passport. Bobby Buchanan was swing a Mendel Birnbaum and awaited his Oriental passport to paradise, <laughs> which is a beautiful oh, term ridiculous. for a, an Asian hooker. Um, here's here's a question that every boy asks his father, but um, Woody Allen was brave enough to put it in a movie. Dad, why does my penis look like yours? Do you remember seeing his dad's an- penis? Oh, absolutely! And his answer you is want to well. It? My dad's penis. You want me to describe my dad's penis? It's a shade darker than mine. Dad, why doesn't my penis look like yours? But then Woody Allen goes on to say, well, I'm circumcised and you're not. Yeah. Which is very weird for a Jewish father to not circumcise his son. But also, he's, he's atheist. Well, well, yeah, yeah, and, and his Jewish mother wanted to circumcise his son, remember? And he yeah. was like, what are you talking? She's like, we can still do it. And he's like, what are you talking about? The, he's, 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 a, he's a boy. Yeah, but that was when his fiction and reality were blending together. Uh, here's another good line from Paul Giamatti on this late night Paul Giamatti podcast. And I mean tonight, motherfucker! <laughs> not. This is not Paul. Oh, that's not Paul. No, no, no. Oh, I thought that's you said that woman. was Paul. No, no, no. This is a Paul podcast that features quotes from everybody but Paul because Paul <laughs> has gotten no screen time in our four he hours also got of content. No lines. Um, I should be so lucky. He killed his wife. You're kidding. Hello, doctor. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm late. Which is which is um the lady from uh, Cheers who uh, Christy Alley? I don't know yeah, any Christy Alley. Here's my favorite. This made me laugh really hard. This is my favorite clip. You ready? Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. Are you ready? Oh, your boy's ready. Ready, set, go. Engine revving. Here we go. Dad, my Pepsi. <laughs> dad. <laughs> dad. Dad. <laughs> my dad. 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 Dad, 
Why doesn't my penis look like yours? Why doesn't my penis look like yours? Dad, my Pepsi. All right, everyone, this has been the Paul Giamatti podcast, Giamatti, Giamatti, Giamatti. You can find us on Instagram at Paul Giamatti Podcast, on Twitter at Paul Giamatti Podcast, on Facebook at Paul Giamatti Podcast. Hey, what's the matter? You look strange. Also, she is a voice in The Simpsons. Yes, that's. I was gonna ask you where was she from. Yeah, she's a voice in The Simpsons. Did I just it just I clued in now Sam, for me. Sam, I just woke up. Did I get lost in my clips? You were gone, dude. You were gone. I couldn't find you. My eyes like blacked out. <laughs> you just get lost in it. Dad, why does my penis look like yours? <laughs> Dad, my Pepsi. When the red red robber comes bob bob bobbing along, why does it look like yours? Dad, no, no, why does it look like yours? Yeah, Dad, you're so cool. Yeah, Dad, really you're so cool. Dude, I, I really want smoke. I really want smoke boutique so bad. Remember when Jack was set on fire last week? <laughs> and Liam needs a Jack, Jack, my son's on fire. <laughs> my, my son's on fire. Okay, those are all the clips I got. God, thank God. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. As I said before, this has been the Jamari 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 podcast. It has been indeed. This has been a late night cast. You know, we're going a little. I'm going a little loopy because I'm on like no a hours. A little of sleep. loopy, and I have to get your up. eyes aren't even fully open, dude. I have to get up early tomorrow and do a shoot at work. <laughs> I have to get up early and go cook corn. Oh, you're right. And make pico de gallo. Um, a mucho life never. Also, sleeps. here's something to say before the podcast ends. Please. I. I have heard so many white people butcher saying pico de gallo. Can I get some pickles and mayo? Can I get some pico de gallo? Can I get some pico de gallo? Can I get, can I get this, some? Uh, can I get some pica de gala? Can I get this pike on a wallet to go? Please, thank you. Can I get a sweet chili chorizo with some pico de gallo? It's embarrassing. I corrected three white people to Can I get today. some pickle marrow? Some pickle marrow? I haven't had that one yet. When I get that, I'll update you guys. Will you quit if somebody asks for pickle marrow? <laughs> I will Sam, will, Sam I'll can you grab, promise, I'll, I'll can you grab promise a handful our audience of pico de gallo <laughs> and throw it at them and say, <laughs> it's made with cilantro, tomato, onion, and lime juice. Eat that shit, you fucking asshole. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Jamani Podcast. Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Jamani Podcast. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Jamani Podcast. Guys, I'm going loopy, man. Oh, we got a lost Brenneman here. Please guys, me, don't be a schmuck. Don't be a schmuck, guys. And thank you so much for coming to the, this Jamani Podcast again. We're really going downhill from here. No, we're not. This is a really strong episode, I think. I like it a lot, too. I'm just joking. But um, uh, yeah, we'll Dad, see you back so next cool. We'll see you back next week. Dan, stop fucking playing clips during the outro. <laughs> I want smoked poutinery so bad, and they close in about half an hour. Okay, let's. I'm going to play one clip to end the show. All right, please. Here we go. Everybody, we'll see you next play week. Play it. Hold on. We'll see you next week when we talk about right. arresting Gina. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Where Paul Giamatti plays Detective Wilson. I hope he has, I hope he has an actual line. And on that note. Here we go. And I mean tonight, my.
Ayo Alright guys, see you later. So fucking tired. Bye babies.